0: This is Aikido Discussed, your regular weekly Aikido podcast we talk about everything that is the martial art of Aikido. I'm Christopher Hine, head instructor at Aikido Fresno, and with me is... Joshua Tiki, assistant
1: instructor at Aikido of Fresno.
2: And Maya Solana McDaniel, first Q and student at Aikido Fresno.
1: Alright. We're doing it. We're back. We made it. Yep. We did. Through another week. Quick, quick one. Also another month we made it. Yeah, through. I know, that's oh wild. God. That we went very, fast. Yeah, yeah. yeah two months also, a, year of a year of your year uh, of coronavirus yeah yeah uh okay so this week for the episode for the podcast we're going to talk about uh this is kind of a I feel like maybe it might be a little weird one but we'll try to get through it as best we can um and explain ourselves as we go um but the idea is a game and uh what is your game within a martial art and what is the game of, uh, Aikido, like the game. And I'm that, that word is in quotes. So we'll have to work out exactly what that means. Um, but this is something that's not, uh, it's fairly common, right? When we're talking, when people are talking about like Brazilian Jiu Jitsu or or whatever, like game, for sure. Um, and I think boxers probably have the same thing where it's like, what's his, what's his game. Yeah. Maybe boxers Um, might say
0: style or something. Yeah. yeah, But, but but there's a, yeah. Yeah.
1: Um and I don't I'm not sure that we have that in Aikido even though there isn't one. Okay.
2: Yeah, no, I mean I would guess that we don't have one because there's not enough people like doing it doing it to for us to figure out what are the different games right. within the Aikido the, game.
1: Well, and but there there also is only one.
2: I mean I guess that's not true. Well, but. yeah. So what is So yeah, let's yeah.
1: let's delve into like
2: what is a game?
0: Yeah, so a game is your uh, personal methodology that you um, you go through to systematically solve problems. So it it is a system, and and usually when someone's saying their game, they're talking about their personal way of doing it, um, and it could could and probably often is heavily influenced by other systems that this person has studied and been through. But but mostly the game is built on their personal experience of having done things and things that work and don't work and then you know when something doesn't work what is the next thing you do and and the systematic process is your game
1: so can we explain uh so let's take you for instance uh because I think you can probably explain it fairly well and uh you know uh, Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu um you have a game that you use um can you run through people what like how how that plays out for you what that game is and then kind of you know what that means for when you're going against other people
0: right yeah and you know so so basically it's like this right so uh in brazilian jiu-jitsu you've got your set of goals you want to achieve and in the end you want to be in the dominant position and you want to submit the other person right so that starts out that you're not doing that like you're you're at distance from a person and and then you've got to get in and somehow get them and get them down um and so you know i'll basically talk about you know kind of just what I would do in general. And, yeah. And it's different as i become a teacher because I have, a, a, I have a, a teacher game that I play now. Oh, yeah. That's a different game for another reason. But but, you know, so so my goal is to get in and try and get the grips that I will find successful to control the other person. So what are the ways I'm used to holding someone to take them down? Right. And so. Most of the time, this, I just try and got some kind of body lock is what I was always looking for personally. Um, and then the series of things that I would do to get to the body lock, right? So like, they're going to push me back. They're going to sag their butt. These are the kind of things they're going to do. Um, if they're sagging their butt, can I work around to the back or can I scoop them up when they when they sag the butt back? Um, you know, and, and that's, that's the first process. And then from there, what throws am I going to get? You know, and, and I would have, you know, like for, you know, competition, I have like, three basic things I do, you know, like an outside leg trip, uh, kind of like a modified um, upper body takedown, kind of like Greco-Roman style takedown. Um, and then I would do like a valley drop kind of thing, which is like from judo where it's like you, you hold them and kind of pull your leg out.
1: And all, and all this stuff, I think it should be said, like it's sort of based on what you're, what works for you and what you're good at. Because everyone has sort of the the technique or the, the thing that works well for them based on, you know, their body size or their speed, or maybe it's just the, the technique that clicks for them, right. like the 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 feeling. So, you know, some people are really good at takedowns, at right. specific right. takedowns. Right. Um, and,
0: and the reason this happens, like, so, so, you know, I've heard this before that, like, you know, um, regular competitors might have, you know, like three throws they do. And if you look at, you know, like the syllabus of judo or something, it's like there's a lot of throws, right? But what happens is, you will find a throw, say, that, that works pretty good for you, and at low levels, you tend to get people often. And then, because you're using that throw regularly, because at low levels it works well, you'll start trying to use it against people at higher levels, and you will, you'll kind of do one of two things. You'll either learn what things they're going to do that stop you from doing that throw, and then you'll find workarounds for that. Or you will abandon that throw and get a throw that you find superior for the kind of situation you're in, mm-hmm. right?
2: And so that's how you develop.
0: So you develop your game, your game. right? Exactly, right. And so, in and, and it's it's a long process, and it's it's hard to kind of talk through analytically because it's personal. It's not, you know, right. it's it's not. So it's it's like yeah. A lot of times too, like thinking about what I do, it's like I don't even actually have a name <laughs> right, for right. that. I don't yeah, know yeah, what yeah. that thing is, but it's kind of like this and this, yeah. you know. And it's because you'll you'll get in these situations repeatedly. And then you've got to solve the problem for the situation. And then the longer you build your game, like meaning the, the longer you have this process, you will regularly find yourself in the same positions over and over because you're always attempting the things that put you in that right. position.
2: So you kind of start to flesh out the areas that are well-trodden mm-hmm. that right. you – tend to go the paths you tend to go on
0: yeah that's exactly right and, and and you get familiar with them and then that makes you faster than the other person because they're not used to that and then you start to hear stuff you know like um th- that person's game is too hard for me or or um th- my game doesn't work against right, that right. or you know like you hear stuff like that a lot because it's like whatever game you've built someone else has built another game that really nullifies yours somehow you right, know yeah um and you hear stuff like this in tournaments too, where like you know you might have three guys, and like you know when you watch who gets up to the the top brackets in tournaments, you know guy A always beats guy B, guy B always beats guy C, and guy C always beats guy A. Uh-huh. And, and you would
2: think, how's that possible? Right, right, exactly right, right. Right,
0: right, it's right, and but it's, it's just game. It's, it's the game. It's wacky, right, and right. so like you know if if you're in, if you know if you know a couple other competitors who are like that with you, it's like. Fuck! I hope I get put with that guy that I can beat. Right. I want the guy um, who's game because um, you know yeah, what I mean. Yeah, yeah. Um, and
1: and it's just because your games are different, yeah. you know. Or a guy who doesn't know you want a guy who doesn't know your game. So he right, yeah, right, right. It's
2: so interesting. To, and this is why I wanted to talk about game because I feel like in Aikido specifically, we don't have this. Like, if you've only done Aikido, you don't have a concept of of a game. Like, what even a game is. One because you're probably not sparring or doing any kind of live training. Um, So there's no way for you to develop your own game. And because the way that we teach Aikido is so like, just learn this list, you know, it's not like, um, like uh, Chris was telling me that like in Brazilian, a lot of Brazilian Jiu Jitsu schools that the, you know, whatever the first test is that you take, it's just show three trips, throw, show three, and it doesn't matter what it is. Um, And in Aikido, it's very much learn Ikkyo. Uh, show us Nikiyo. Show us Shionai. Like it's it's very prescriptive. So
1: you say this, but at the same time, I think anyone who's done Aikido has probably come up with this this, which is there are techniques that you destroy that you destroy at that you just understand right. completely and can make effortlessly with anyone because you just understand them so well. I think everyone has that. And, you know, if you look at, like, Steven Seagal, Steven yeah. Seagal has a game that right. he does within the, the realm of Aiki, whatever, which mm-hmm. is that awesome Arimi Nage or whatever. But I think if you never... Because good at that. Right. So, but so you... while I hear what you're saying, but I think it's just people haven't put it in context yes. because I'm sure everyone, yes. anyone you ask, you know, what, what's, what techniques can you do well they're going to be able to give you something. Well, that but, but, is, but is I, how I, you begin to that, to move into your game. You that, so your, whatever.
0: So I think that that is kind of uh, uh, like similar to a game, maybe it runs parallel with a game. But I don't really think it's a game. Um, and I'll tell you what I mean. Like, I, I, I see what you're saying. And I think it's true, which is like, you know, this technique works well for me. And from this technique, this technique works well for me. And so in Aikido, you kind of see not really games, but kind of like um, scripts or it something, right? Sense. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. you know, I could, I could, I can tell you my Aikido teacher's scripts, you know what I mean? Just because I've taken new kids me for him so many times that i know like he likes this then this then this then this and he's going to do this kind of thing next you know now that is dictating though so like that script is dictating so when you're doing aikido and you do jiwaza you tell the ukes what progression you want to take and a game is the opposite like
1: but i still think like if we're doing um rondori for instance
0: yeah, well, rondori our school is different.
1: Right. So if we're doing our rondori, if we're doing a, a more live practice. Right, of course. There are techniques that will will make will become more available for you uh because of how where you situate your body, how you move, yeah. and that's all based on what you're most comfortable with. So I do believe that there is But yeah, that's because you're is, talking about
0: a live situation there now.
1: There is ga- well, right, but which is that's the only way we could talk about it because
2: But what what the point that I was trying to make is that like for people Aikido
1: can't have a game then otherwise. Right. Yes. But but can't. what
2: right. I'm what I'm saying is like the the most people most people that do Aikido don't know about games and don't understand the concept of right. games because they're not doing live training. Right. And, and and of course why would they have the concept of, of a game? Because like all they know is the prescriptive, like, learn this technique, practice this technique, show it to me. You know what I mean? And it,
0: it comes from, I mean, the way you're saying it is perfect, I think, for most Aikido people, the way they think, which is like, I do this well, so I always do this, and then I do this well, and so I always do this. And it's not like, I do this well, and here are the ways that that gets stopped, and here are my answers to those stops, and then here are the ways that gets stopped. And, and,
2: and I think, too, because Aikido is so, like, learn the list, you know, learn the syllabus, that, like, I don't know, this is a realization that I had, whatever a couple weeks ago talking to Chris and I was like oh my god kind of about game which which is that like in Aikido I would beat myself up for you know for so I would I would pat myself on the back for techniques that I did well and I would beat myself up for techniques that I didn't do well like why can't I get this I don't know I can't think but shionage you know why 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 am I not good at this shionage like I, I just suck at it you know and I felt real bad for that because the the style of Aikido learning is very much learn the list. And if you have a a weak one, you better make it strong because I want you to show me the entire list. Um, But realizing now having done Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu that like, it doesn't matter whether any particular technique you do, you're good at or not. It just depends whether you can make it work in a situation. And as long as you have answers, whatever your answers are, when you're rolling, it's okay that you're not good at Technique X, if that makes any sense. It, no, you know I, what I yeah, mean? I mean, uh, yeah, for sure. And so I think Aikido people like it's very not like that. <clears throat>
1: but then I know? mean, then it's sort of like, well, then why are we even talking about it? Because a game doesn't, it, a game only matters in a live situation, right? But yes. right, like, yeah. yeah, that's what we're talking about. Well, so, but then it's like, so obviously Aikido, no one does Aikido live, so then therefore no one does, so therefore they we can't can't have a game
2: but I mean I think that there's potential for a game, and what and honestly sa- what, we're what talking I'm about. saying
1: is and what I'm saying is like the exactly that there is potential and like most people probably are are well on their way to to forming a game yeah they just have never been able to put it up against those tests against anything yeah i mean yeah yeah, if
0: you if you don't do a live training then you can't develop a game like and the the problem with aikido is aikido is a game like and so like you know a game a game is just a personalized version of a system aikido just teaches you its system and then you do its system and because there is no live practice generally then you don't develop a game because there are no deviations of the syllabus
1: right right
2: and that's kind of what i'm trying to say is like that like Aikido is so prescriptive about because we're all kind of the, the way that we all learn Aikido is very much like the the teacher or coach route which is like learn everything so that you can eventually be a black belt and know the whole system and teach it to somebody else and that's how it, we repeat ourselves wherein uh, you know, other like, especially sport martial arts, they're not necessarily learning the entire syllabus unless you're interested in becoming a coach or a teacher because you're focusing on what works for me. How do I develop my game? What's
1: the things you that know, I do well? Right. What's yeah. the things that yeah. I do well? Right.
2: And so it's a very different mindset. And so right. I think like for me, that was a, a like a light bulb the other day that I had this thought of like, I don't have to feel bad for for being shitty at certain techniques because as long as I can make my set of techniques work, then I can expand from there eventually. But like, it's about me figuring out what my game is. And I mean, at least in like a live situation.
0: So I can't, I can't remember what the term is, but there's a term in Japanese that, that basically means like the, the, the disrespectful path or the, the wrong path. And it, it, it's basically like, if you are training in a, a traditional Japanese martial art and you're system doesn't look you do not look like your teacher and you try to do anything different. You're following the bad path. Um, and it's because the idea from like Koryu martial arts is that there has already been a perfect game yeah, built right, and right. you have to learn to follow the game. And that's, you know, it's like, it's like um, if there was a recipe and you decided to deviate an ingredient or change the amounts, then if there was a recipe school, you would have broken the rules of the <laughs> recipe school, you know, like, right. well, that's not the recipe we use. And, and you know, I think it's it's a kind of a hard concept to understand because um, w- w- at least in, in Western culture, we kind of have this idea of like, well, you should just do whatever works, you know, and that is the idea of building a game. But in Aikido, it's really hard, impossible if you don't have Rondori to do that because it is the game. The Aikido system is the game.
1: Right. I mean, and, and I think that's a good point, you know, is is that like um you know the game is like within this the game is built within the context of the the system yeah um and aikido's con aikido's context is so like specific that like it's it does have the game the answers already in place for you right and for the most part um you know i suppose there could be you could be better at reading someone's intent than other people right so that would be your your game or you could be really good at like um you know maybe not so good at that but if someone grabs you you're really good at being able to break yourself free right um so i mean i think there are potentials there but for the most part it yeah it doesn't have the same uh idea and i think partly that's because the, the the goal is not Is different than sport martial arts the goal is just to be autonomous right you know right right. and so i think that kind of like how do you if we're it's even right there in the the name of the thing that we're talking about it's a game but it's like which means that there are specific rule sets and blah 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 and it's like well aikido doesn't really exist within the context of a game
0: Right. It's, you know, it's funny too. And I mean, this is uh, Maya and I were talking about this a while back and it kind of broke my mind a little bit for a minute when I studied Brazilian Jiu Jitsu and I looked at the test and, you know, so in Aikido tests and in any traditional martial arts, the tests are set up where it's like, learn this block, learn this throw, learn this control, right? Whatever. And, and there are so many controls. And then you've, you've completed the syllabus study once you've learned all of those things. But in Brazilian Jiu Jitsu, it was like do three sweeps, yeah. um, show uh, two submissions from top mount, um, show two escapes for top mount, right? So something like that. And it's like you could do anything. I mean, you really could do anything. If it worked, you could do anything, right? right, right? right, right. And you could make up something and you could do it. But, and, and, it was really was a problem for me. And I mean, maybe people listening will think it's stupid that it was a problem because now it kind of sounds stupid to me. But, but at the time it was like, wait, but what are the things, what are the, you know, seven controls and the seven, you know, what, you know, and, and like for positions and stuff that made sense to me. Cause it's like, you know, whatever, there's six basic positions we use in a little variation. Sure. But these six positions learn them, you know, positions, but like, when it got to the actual actions, it's like, you no, know, you can do anything. And then the more I studied Brazilian jiu-jitsu, the more that made sense to me because the, those things that I did came from me rolling all the time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so I was like, oh, scissor sweep, something I use all the time. Sit sweep, something I use all the time. Push sweep, something I use all the time. You know, So these are the things I use all the time. And so, of course, when you get to that
1: test, it's like, well, those are the ones I'm going to do because right. I, I do them all right. the time. It's actually funny because thinking about that, In Aikido, it's like, um, if, if you sort of step back and, and again, you, you can't think about, uh, techniques as a, as a full form, um, they sort of answered that for you in the, the teaching, you know, which is like, what are the things that you're going to do all the time? Well, I'll tell you one of the things you're going to do is Ikkyo all the time. Right. If you're doing, uh, you know, live training Aikido in the, in the context that it's supposed to be ikkyo will pop up all the time, so it's like in some ways that they are building a game. Like the training is building a game for you. Now you won't ever be able to, like, put it into practice if you don't have live. Right, right. The the the, you the know.
0: system. I mean, so the problem with it is like the system is teaching you the system of Aikido, and that is the only game that there is. Like, it's not teaching you a game; it's teaching you the game. Like. The only game. And the reason it's the only game is because there aren't a bunch of people practicing their own variants of the sure, game sure. to change it. And I mean, you can easily see this if you look at syllabuses like from Judo and in particularly Brazilian Jiu Jitsu. In Brazilian Jiu Jitsu, you can't say, it's impossible to say what all the sweeps are.
1: Because uh-huh. they're it, just, yeah,
0: yeah. There's no one who knows them all.
2: I was thinking this right now that like, so like uh, having the idea of games, game or games. Is something that is a, a byproduct of a larger, uh, more robust or more popular system because you have all these people practicing it and and doing live training and sparring and stuff to where you have these different schools and different groups of people creating their own versions of the you, thing.
0: You can't catalog all the techniques because there's always a new technique coming out. You know, every every year there's a, some new things, new ideas. You know, and so there couldn't be a master catalog. And if there was a master catalog. Well, shit! You 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 would take forever to learn it all, right, you right. know. Like it's like you know something like a de la Riva guard or something. I mean, there's lots of really awesome grapplers who don't have one, just, and they don't need one because mm-hmm. they have got another game that works in another way. You know, like.
2: So I don't know. Maybe I'm misunderstanding the concept of game, but it's like I have in my head that they're like a system. Like so, like take so Aikido is a system, and that's like game capital G. Mm-hmm. Right. Um sure. But then like you can also have your game within the the system of Aikido. And it's not really any different than what the system of Aikido prescribes, but it might be certain sets of things like the way that I understand game is that like it's the way that you are able to respond to different sets of things based on your body and the way that you do things. And so, like, I would assume you could still have your own game within the system of Aikido if you worked on it um, such that, you know, say you're a short person, then you have things that work better for you within the system of Aikido that you do well and that answer different problems that come up for you.
0: You could, but here's the problem with it. There are seven throws. (laughs) There are six controls. There are maybe 15 hodoki, right? Right. So, like, there are six Tiny Hengi super big right well because it just doesn't have the breadth of experience yet you know and so like like i said you know when you look at aikido you can write down all the techniques and and all aikido black belts know all the techniques they know all the things because it's not it has never been individually developed and so little things aren't coming out all the time there's not new information all the time and so you know when you look at say brazilian jiu-jitsu you know brazilian jiu-jitsu is basically a context it's it it's While there is a systematic approach, the systematic approach is super gross, right? Which is just like, you know, um, get control, take them down, pass their legs, assume the dominant position, submit, you know? And like that's, you know, but that's gross. Like there are so many ways you can do it. Whereas in Aikido, it's it's not, it's not the same kind of thing. You know what I mean?
2: Yeah. Like It it seems like like
1: it's backwards in Aikido in a lot of ways. You know what I'm saying? Like it's the opposite of Too specific? Like, the the system is very specific yes. for the way that you should do it. Yes. And then the other part of it is is the gross part. It's the gross part is how you how you get through those various uh, things right, know? right. So I think, right, it's, yeah, like it's it, yeah, it
0: flipped around, yeah, and and I think you're probably going to find that with any traditional martial arts because the goal of traditional martial art is to follow a tradition, yeah, and that is an already laid out game that you're trying to emulate. Like that's what you're doing, and and the only way you break out of that is you have tons and tons of live training all the time going on with thousands of people, so you see tons of variants, and then then you start to understand what the nitty gritty of it is, you know, like so if if you just if you if you Look at Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu with really gross eyes, and you couldn't understand what you're seeing. Like a new person looking at Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu, there's a sweep.
1: Right, right, right. That's it. There's a sweep,
0: right. mm-hmm. and it's like, well, you, you, somehow you block their legs and, and their arms, and, and you push them to one direction, and that's all sweeps right but then as you get into it and you know what the nitty-gritty is you're all oh, there's probably ten thousand 000
1: sweeps right. you know I've, like, I've
2: done this where i've seen like you know i'm familiar with a few different sweeps but not that many um and then i'll see something else and i'm like and you're like well what was but, that? but isn't <laughs> but isn't that just like this one except slightly different with this little variant and it's like well yeah but somebody decided that that deserved its own name and now it's right and
0: and 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 if you spent time working on it you would probably see exactly why it's its own thing it's like oh yeah because this and this are totally different in this
1: yeah and it's funny i feel like in aikido going back like yeah it's it's very gross that like ikkyo is an ikkyo right and like it could come off in a lot of different ways it's still an ikkyo Mm -hmm. Uh, all those things Mm -hmm. rokyo even the throws the throws iriminage for instance can happen in a bunch of different ways and you know some people yes. Oh, yes. will show you how many different ways that <laughs> iriminage can come off right they're all just an iriminage right that's right
2: it's interesting you saying that because you know right now i've been thinking like well how cool would it be to have a, a greater amount of people working on aikido and then have you know more variants sure. d- develop like that's really exciting um but truthfully, I do think first we need to go through a like a, a, a like boiling down of Aikido, because I think yes. if if we were to just go, oh, let's make all the variants, let's really get crazy about the details. Then we start looking like obsessing over the wrong thing, which is like, OK, let's divide EQ up into 10 different. But I feel like, you know,
1: but I feel like what you're saying, though, is we, we've already like it's it's boiled down. For
0: our school, for our school.
1: Yeah, well, but I'm saying right.
2: not everybody else. Like, yeah, yeah, I mean, and everybody so, else has a job No, 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 I get you right. It's, yeah. it's yeah. funny. Yeah, I so I if, you're,
0: if you're looking at like, you know, uh, uh, Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu, for example, with all the people out there coming up with all these variations, none of them are coming up with jabs or or Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu techniques off of jabs. Right. Why? Right, right. Because they're all crystal clear about their context because yes. it got boiled down over a period of time till it's like we can recognize Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu as this and this. And 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 can you kick and punch? I guess you could but it's not going to be for what most people consider Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu. So it's like, it's not important, right, you know? Right. But in Aikido, like uh, doing Aikido off of jab is still a hotbed topic, you know? Like, right. well, of course, you know, like to Ueshiba, it wasn't. That's right, why there right, isn't any. Right. Um, but but to us now, it's like, well, we don't understand. Uh, so we've got to answer I, that question. I'm,
1: I'm going to put something in here and it's an it's a off topic, but uh, can we just not ever again have an Aikido versus anything video. Can we just never do that? <laughs> ever Not going to happen, Josh. Again, because I saw one today and I, it just made me like... It, uh, okay, now go on. <laughs> I, just, I uh, Yeah, go on. I'm sorry, I didn't want to...
2: No, you're fine. I, I totally get the frustration. Yeah.
1: I feel it's in that same vein as doing stuff off a of jab where it's like, let's put Aikido I- against blah, blah, blah. And it's like, well,
2: that's...
0: I was telling Maya the other day that we were talking about Harry Potter, and uh, and and it occurred to me that like like, where this is going,
2: shout out millennials. Yeah,
0: it occurred to me that um, I think people who study aikido um, think that techniques are like spells. And it's like a, a powerful spell you do, and um and and we fight our spells against each other. Yes. But in truth, like
2: like like, like, uh, like, like Pokemon, our,
0: yeah, like we're casting our yeah, yeah, yeah. Pokemon. Yeah,
1: exactly. You know.
2: yeah. yeah, you oh, play exactly. Charizard, and I play. I don't know anything about Pokemon, but I'm a bad millennial. But <laughs> anyway, sorry.
0: I know much less
1: about. Uh, any of those That things. was
2: the one name that Yu-Gi-Oh. I knew. Yu- Yu-Gi-Oh! We Digimon. Conver- we had a
1: conversation about well, this with Yu-Gi-Oh. our kids class the other day and it was awesome. <clears throat> that's awesome. Well, anyway. we, we
0: got informed although I think it all went in one ear and out the other. Yeah, day. probably. Yeah. Uh, probably just like my lesson about the <laughs> <kumi-uchi's. laughs> Right, right. <laughs> so fair. As fair. much as fair. the kids
1: learned from us,
0: yeah, we learned from the kids. Yeah, that's right. Um anyways, but but it's not like that. It because it's like You try something, it's not a spell, it's not like a done deal, like, you know, I do Shionage and that's one thing. It's all these slight variations and changes and adaptations that you make that make it come off in different situations. Um, And then there's this initial situation as to why that technique even happened. Um, And so, like, the game is the development of all these little subtleties that you need to do in order to make that happen. But Aikido just kind of has... An answer if you enter behind. An answer if you're turning outside holding the arm. An answer if you turn inside holding the arm. And, it, you know what I mean? So, like, mm-hmm. it's, like, just the grossest terms, you know? Like, like, probably what most people call a sankyo really could be the equivalent of, like, a sweep in Brazilian jiu-jitsu. Sure. Yeah, and when you're yeah, looking yeah. at it with gross eyes, you're like, oh, that's just always that one thing. But it's like, no, there's a bunch of things in
1: there. Right. right. No, and that's really interesting because then if you look at it, like, you get to see, like, yeah – Because a Sankyo can be doing, like, not only can it come off in different ways, it can also be doing different things. Sure, absolutely. um, You know, that we don't often look at, you know. Uh, If you're just doing forms, for you, a Sankyo is a Sankyo is a... Is a right, sonkyo.
0: and and then you get this idea that there is a correct sankyo and an incorrect sankyo, yeah. and and then then we get into lots of battles between schools because they're arguing over you know forty five degree angle versus a thirty seven degree angle, and
2: well, and that's what was really exciting for me, like that realization of like beating yourself up for doing it wrong okay so once once you've got the the understanding of what the technique is then going like i wish my sankyo was better is like i mean i think it's it's a noble goal to keep working on your shit but like on on some level it's like well it either works or it doesn't when you need it you know and and so like you you do what you got to do and you try shit and sometimes it works sometimes it doesn't and you keep moving with it and you keep you know doing trying to do what you try to do well you know? and,
1: and also like going back to the, the brazilian jiu-jitsu thing it's like you know there will be some techniques that just aren't good for you yep oh, right. that just sure. aren't and in aikido has the same you know there's just some things that aren't going to be um really that good for you and so you know to spend a bunch of time trying to get it a hundred percent maybe it's not the best use of your, your i remember time.
0: uh i remember that we used to have this guy named tony who was probably about five foot tall yeah, and yeah, he he was he was as wide as he was tall um and, <laughs> no, and he, he was a, he was a stout little guy and um and no one in the dojo could kokunage him because he was so short like so low to the ground that you couldn't get under his hips to make a kokunage and and i remember lots of students getting really mad about it and being like like oh well then, Kokunage must suck because it won't this work is what I'm against Tony. About. Yeah, right. And it, and it's like no, there's another thing to do because the goal is not to do the spell. It's not to achieve a Kokunage. That's not the goal we're doing. the The goal we're we're doing is trying to deal with this person. And and the thing he's doing there is really easily dealt with with Iriminage instead of Kokunage. You know,
2: right. right. And that's the thing about forms training that kind of screws you up as you go like, okay, so I have, I'm basically, I'm training my technique against all these different people and I have to figure out how to apply it on all these different people. And while that is, um, a, 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 like I said, like a noble goal to try and work it on all these different body types and ukemi types, like there are some people that it's going to be fucking really, really extremely hard on. To, to do the, the technique that you want to do and that's you're not a bad practitioner for that right like, well that's also techniques the, that you might thing. not
1: like you personally for whatever reason flexibility issues like whatever you may not be able to to to
2: do the thing right Yeah. Right. So it's, a, right. it's, it's always body, a matchup
1: your body may not move in that so right you, you know you right. may not be able to get low enough you may like yeah um
2: yeah, you're one person's too flexible for you, or you're too or flexible you're too for flexi- them, right? Or, or you're, too, yeah. you're, you know, you're too and, stiff for whatever. This
0: like, thing you're talking about now is the essence of building a game: is realizing what works and doesn't work for you in yeah, what contexts, right. and then working around that. And, and
1: in in uh, you know Brazilian jiu-jitsu, for example, like when you find one of those that doesn't work for you, you just sort of like set it aside. Yeah, sure, right. Yeah. Um, and you work on the things you you get good, really good at the things that you get really good at.
2: And then know? sometimes you come back around to that right. thing later because when you you're, see it. Right. Right. You, later you go, oh, hey, I'm now I'm facing this new challenge. Hey, that technique that I set aside now works really right. well for this. I've thing heard this
0: me. with with uh, judo competitors that once they stop competing, they go and actually learn the whole syllabus of judo yeah. because mm-hmm. it's like, well, it's not about competing anymore. Now it's about getting good at all the things that are in judo. Right. You know?
2: Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
1: Whereas aikido, yeah, it goes sort of the opposite way again, where it's like we just want to get really good at good in quotes at everything, right at the beginning, without ever doing it to be able to say whether or not we're really good at you know.
0: A comment came up on the YouTube channel today um, with the <clears throat> the comparison video between Brazilian jiu-jitsu and aikido with pinning, um, and it, this guy had asked the question in a, in a a very sensible way. I, I thought um, he had basically just asked that if Josh, so in, in the video, in this part of the video, um, Josh is holding Maya down and we're seeing how many times she can escape his ekyo pin in 30 seconds or whatever it is, a minute, whatever it is. Anyway. So, um, uh, the guy said, if he took her arm to a sharper degree, uh, closer to her head, would it then be impossible for her to roll over? And I was like, I was like, oh, this is this is great. And, and I still have yet to to be able to, to sensibly answer this question for people because I think until you've done it, you can't get what I'm gonna tell you. But it's it's this simple. Yes, that's a great way to keep someone from rolling over. But then when you stop them from doing that thing, there will be another potential to right. do another thing, which is to kind of turn slant wise and, and kind of slide your arm back. And then there will be another escape for that. And then if you block that, well, then the rolling over will become possible, possible again. again right?
2: this is the chris always chris describes this as the complatory opposites right and uh in the, our women's self-defense uh seminar that we do um he explains this to people and it, i think it helps them to get this concept which is if you haven't really played with it it's kind of confusing because you're like well, what do you mean there's there's always a failure on these things like what's the point of knowing a technique if it's gonna fail you know right, right. um but he describes it as like you're in a room and there's one door and a person's holding the door closed so you can't open it up and get out of it. And then you realize that there's a second door and you run over to that door and open it up. And so essentially playing two the two doors against each other, the one person's trying to keep them closed and you're trying to get out of one. And so essentially what you have is a game of running back and forth between those options, trying to beat them to the punch before they can hold the door closed from you. Right. And and this is martial art. I mean, this is the complimentary opposites. This thing. is... The, ga- like, that's that's the, the game, like that, that's the game. You've got yeah. it. Yes, like yeah. that, that really is, is
1: the game. One hundred percent, no matter correct. what you're talking. And it's, it's, you know. it's
2: about me knowing um, where the doors are. How many yes. doors can I find? Yes, what How doors could- you can get through. Right. right, exactly. And that's that's the key. Truthfully, it's like,
1: regardless, that's what you're. That thing is, and that this is regardless of what martial art you're doing. Yes. That thing that you're talking about is the game. Yes. Like- the
0: the problem is though, you know, if you're if you don't do live training, you can't discover it, right? Because there's right. there's no correct resistance to discover it. You know, right. it's all just hypothesis, and so that's why you know when that guy looks at that pin, he's like, well, if he moved it to, he has no idea what the complementary opposite is to it, right? And right. so and and there's like three. So, so it's like, it's really hard to, it's like, well, then this would change. And he's like, oh, well then you just account for that too. Uh, But you can't account for this and this at the same time. Right. right. So, and, and that's, you know, that's how skill gets developed. You know, like in the, in the description Maya was giving, if the guy holding the one door closed is way bigger and stronger than you, there is no way to escape the room. Right.
1: right, And
0: so only if there's another door can you possibly go to that other door? And then when you go to the other door, it becomes about speed instead of strength because as you move to the other door, he moves to the other door. And so it's who can get there faster. And then we could also include there's doors that someone doesn't know about. Right. And so then secret doors, that's another way, right? And so so all these different possibilities of escaping the room is what building your game is and realizing, oh, there's one up on top of the bookcase, you know, and I'll go up <laughs> right, the bookcase right, 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 and I can right, get right, out that door. There's one under the bed so I can get out there. And, and then skill, is who knows more about the room you're in right. which is the context of the martial art you know in this metaphor that we're using
2: yeah i think that's it's it's yeah Head it's complicated <laughs> explode, yeah yeah and then the other thing too is like that that like i think you're really right that like the guy thinks when he says oh josh can just put her arm at a higher angle mm-hmm. right that if you were to explain oh but then here's her answer to that like I think people kind of think that it's like, well, you can just block off all of those things at once, all of those uh, weak points. That there the is an
1: ultimate answer, right.
2: and right. I think that comes from a lack of under, like lack of actually doing stuff. That like you, you know, it's like you can only spin so many plates, or you know, you only That's have so right. many hands. Right, you right. know, you only have so many feet. Well, like, this
1: is what I was gonna say. It's like, you know, the thing to keep in mind is there all. There's always a, another door. Yes. Right. You know. And and that's the truth about it. There's always another door. Right. So even if they do have it, there is another door, you know. I, it's funny,
0: you know, using that analogy, like, I mean, I think the first answer to see is, um, well, if there's some guy holding the door closed, I'd just kick him in the nuts right. and then and then I'd go out the door. <laughs> right. And so, and that is like, that is kind of the thought. Like that's the, you know, we talked about my roommate who sat around and drink and, and he was like, well, if someone come in here, I would just go crazy on him, you know? Right. And it's like, he, his thought is, well, if someone's holding the door closed, I'll just kick yeah, him in the nuts. And it's like... Well, the problem is that doesn't bother that guy to get kicked in the nuts. You know, it's like, well, I'll get a lot bigger and stronger than him. You know what I mean? Like, and this is, this is the kind of thing you start to chase when you start to answer this kind of question and, and also understanding at some point that the door just is closed or the other guys as skilled as you are getting to all the other doors. So, you know, and, and this, like, this is off topic, but, but it's in the same vein, which is like. That's what skill acquirement is is learning your context really well and getting more efficient at using it than right. the other person
2: essentially knowing room, like knowing the map right. knowing the room right. knowing right. where stuff is right. and-,
0: and a game is just a a specialized version of that for you
2: right yes.
1: right yeah the game is sort of yeah your
0: your personal your best the,
1: your, yeah the 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 ways in which you use. The skill
0: right and you know it's funny like when i first started trying to teach ground grappling to people um i just started teaching my game because that's what i know really well and then realizing that my students most of them aren't built like right. i'm built. can't do yeah yeah and so then i was like oh I what always, are, what are there other there answers were
1: like always a lot of times <clears throat> where you would be teaching something um and you do it and it just looks easy and perfect and i'm like My body just doesn't go that way. Like, I don't want to move. Like, I like it doesn't feel and some of that was like just you have to become accustomed to moving in specific ways. But some of it still to this day, it's like I can't I don't I can't I'm not flexible in those ways. I I can I do something else. Right. 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 And that's an important thing to to keep in mind.
0: And then as the teacher, it's important that you start to realize that it's like I have to learn more of this because uh, I don't know answers for people built like you. Right. Right.
2: Right. Right. And that's exactly like when you start to encounter, when you start teaching and encounter people who ask questions that you've never fucking thought about yeah. before. Like, oh, shit, I guess this has never been a problem for me or never been a question in my mind. So now I have to figure out how right. to answer. I've, I've never
1: had an issue with that.
2: Right. <laughs> yeah.
1: Um, There was, oh, man, there was a question that I had. And now I 42. totally... Forty-two minutes ago, I had this question. No, 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 forty-two I- is the answer. <laughs> oh, because it's the answer to everything. Yeah, like life, the universe, um, and everything. Dang it! I, it was about aikido, and it was sort of um, it was to do with 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 game, like whether or not you know there's benefit in the the way that that aikido is structured, and if it would be more beneficial to sort of uh restructure the the training process in 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 a different way and i think we kind of have an answer because the way that you know chris you've restructured uh the syllabus i believe is a little more in line with the brazilian jiu-jitsu model than it is with the the aikido model and a little more in line with like um do you understand these this general principle right that's yeah. exactly right um and i think that's a better way better i don't know. i find it to be a more effective way of teaching and of of learning uh, of making the information the true like heart of the information available to students
2: yeah. it's it's less dogmatic for sure
1: it, it really, it really, you know, and I think that's true. Um,
0: I really think it depends on what, what you mean by beneficial, you know, and I think this is what you're running into right now is, is like, uh, what does beneficial mean? What is our goal to achieve? What are, what benefit are we trying to get? And so it's like, you know, if you look at ballet, for example, ballet was pretty much set, I don't know, whatever, hundred years ago or 200 years ago, I don't know anything about ballet, but you know, it was set. And so like, there are no new leaps or right. no new right. body not, movements, right. no new, and so you're always trying to go to that past prescription right and so i could see a world where aikido is that and i don't think that's horrible where it's like you just achieve this thing and it should look this way and it should be this thing i felt personally that that wasn't good because i wanted to use aikido as a means to understand physical conflict better Mm -hmm. and so in order to do that i had to break apart aikido and go what does this actually do why is that good Mm -hmm. or bad you know
2: this is that prescriptivism versus descriptivism descriptivism thing yeah yeah and I think the Koryu style, even though Aikido, I guess, doesn't technically count as as Koryu, like it, there's certainly that vein. Yeah, of explain like, the concept real quick. Uh, of Koryu? Or, no, no, no. Uh, <laughs> prescriptivism, yeah. yeah. Um, Let me tell you. In language, there's this idea that like, uh, there's different camps. So like people always think that like language is a set, whatever language you speak is a set thing. And people that are into, you know, linguists that are into learning about language either have the idea that um that language is set and that there's certain rules that you have to follow and that there certain words have certain meanings and that's it so for example those would be the kind of people that are like grammar nazis that would get on you if you use a word wrong bad means bad right It never means good right or like you can't say the word literally in your you know length in your sentence if you don't mean literally um and then there's other people that that use that are descriptivist which just means that like words are whatever people use them to mean and it's constantly changing and like if people want to speak in text speak you know if people want to say LOL, lol in real life right. then so be it yeah put it you in the dictionary
1: irl irl uh, I had <laughs> right. to make sure i got there
2: so like i think that that i guess brazilian jiu-jitsu in in this metaphor is much more descriptivist because it's just like well what works whatever works works let's use it right where
0: and, and you do have to understand the one caveat to that is what works in this
2: context right. that
0: we're talking about. And I think that's a problem where Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu people get into a lot is they're like, oh, well, it's good for everything. And It's like, well, it's certainly not good for everything.
2: Right. And that's the thing that's so interesting is that they forget that they're building a game for, a, con- like sure. for and that, a context. And
0: that's what we're all doing. I mean, that's really the only way you can cut it up into bite-sized pieces that you could possibly get a hold of is cut it up into the pieces you can possibly understand and then get to it, you know?
2: Right. But then there's a, there's always a, a what if that goes beyond that. Right. Like that's the constant thing you're chasing as a martial artist is going like, oh, yeah, but like I learned all about this thing. But now, holy shit, I didn't even realize that there's a whole other world outside of that. Right,
0: right. All this basically to say that, you know, like uh, I, I could totally see Aikido being prescriptivist and it yeah. being fine and yeah. nothing wrong with that. For me, it wasn't good. Mm-hmm. And, and I think you guys are totally biased to the way I think because yeah. it, it's like to me. Um, I want to know why it works that way. And then what's great about that to me also is that then you can use it to talk to other things as well. Whereas if it's just prescriptivist, you know, like a ballet dancer might have a hard time talking to a a jazz dancer. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Because there are just things that are inherently different between the two styles. Whereas like, you know, maybe a modern dancer could talk to both, Mm -hmm. you know?
2: Mm -hmm. Yeah.
1: Yeah. No, I think that's... I mean, at least for me, I think I find the the way in which we have begun to, you know, uh, teach it, it, it really just layers things very nicely in the progression. Um, and it does like a, it, I think it allows you to be able to, um, see how the pieces fit in together, um, into the whole, the context in a, in a much easier, um, and better way. Um, yeah.
2: Than Chris but. was telling me the other day, like, you know, when you have someone that's having a difficulty providing the right ukemi for a situation that we're practicing for a form or whatever, um, if, if you can't describe to them, you know, like, for example, like a, a, a teenage boy who's like, like, well, I can do this, look, and they, you know, make it really difficult for you to do the technique, like other, you know, in a really prescriptivist type, you know aikido school the only answer to that is well that's not what you're supposed to do do this and and chris reminded me that like well there's another way to respond to that to help them understand why we're doing what we're doing which is to change your technique to match the new thing that they're right. doing and then they learned that like no matter what they do you can always have an answer and so then they'll they'll that'll kind of take the ego out of it a little bit and put them back into well but this is what we're doing right now right
1: so the other thing I was going to say, I think that the way that 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 we teach now, also um, in, in in the way that it, it sort of builds on a, on itself, um, it allows people to get a a sort of uh, inherent knowledge of of what is happening and how the interactions play out uh, quicker than they would otherwise. So um, even if they don't understand uh specific techniques they are they understand body positions they understand what they should be doing as a as a person is uh coming upon them and so they they have the right uh ideas at the right times quicker than they would otherwise i think and i you know i'm thinking about this in terms of um the the joe syllabus that we're kind of working through. Um, And you see it a lot where it's like, um, you know, if you were to just come upon someone and and just start attacking, they're going to have answers. Now, whether they're the best answers for the particular thing or not, and whether they're the answers that we would prescribe in the forum to teach them the thing is beyond the point, but they have, they will quickly have answers, Um, which I, I think comes later in more traditional teachings you know that yeah. that people right. would have answers like i feel like we could do our version of Rondori with um you know our students and they would have they would be able to have some answers fairly early on in their training you right know? Yeah. yeah they would quickly be able to like they're already beginning to build that that game i guess quote right. unquote yeah um, so Okay, we
0: are at forty nine minutes That's here. Pretty,
1: pretty close. Yeah. Let's go ahead and thank our sponsors. Our sponsors. Spon- they kind like of are sponsor. sponsors. They are yeah. sponsors. Our patrons, who are just like sponsors. It's a, just yeah. a different word for for that. Um,
2: We're like a race car. Like it has oh, yeah, yeah, all these stickers, yeah. all these stickers on it. Yeah. That'd be great. Except That's it's the, the audio version of a race car. Instead of reading, it, you have to hear it. <laughs> all right um thank you so much to our patrons you guys make it possible for us to keep doing this podcast if you're interested in becoming a patron you can go to patreon.com and search aikido Disgust. um also we'd love it if you dropped us a review uh preferably a good one but whatever you know (laughs) live your life um And on whatever uh, podcast hosting service you listen to us on. Whatever your platform is. Um, Yeah. And we all, we hope you're doing well uh, throughout this, uh, this testing time. Trying time. time.
1: time. Yeah.
2: Yeah, We're getting through it, aren't we? All right. (laughs) The way you say that, it's (laughs) making
1: me question, but okay.
2: We're trying. (laughs) thank you so much to the dirt wasp podcast chris protector of ducks yep, co yep. jeremy nick white bullman brad v Yero madrona el terrible mm-hmm. brooke ferragamo ben bear wrestler aldrich tommy siv francis cordone scott burns dave dewberry ascension center barrett Lippi, sam sulian michael heed Elkan Ayrton, march and chist randy stewart thomas polino hillary jones constantinos andrew Franz Martinson, Yuli, Sim- Yuli Simgu, Brian Crowley, Lisa Klein, Sharon Okada, Christopher Asido, Matt Mumford, Jim Gallant, Matt Riley, Jim Iron Monkey Sullivan, mm-hmm. Grant Templin, and Lenny Akuna. All
1: right. Awesome. There you go.
2: <sighs> that was a I mouthful. Know.
1: Uh tip of the week.
2: I know we have a lot of different people like listening to so some some Aikido people, some other martial arts people. So I guess what is your martial arts game? uh whatever martial art you do and if you have a martial art where you are doing more live training and you ha- are able to have your own version of the game then what is your specific game um i think that, that it's very informative to think about like what is yeah. what does that actually look like the, what, for you yeah.
1: what are the things that you you what are your go-tos i think it's always good to, to really think about your and even if you're doing aikido and and like you said you know maybe it's not but what, what are the, what are the go-tos? What are the techniques that you just buttery, that just, you know, buttery. Like, buttery, that just like, love that, like, um, and why, why is that? Like, what is it about those techniques? Like, how come you fr- do that technique well? Is it because you understand, you know, just to kind of break it down for yourself and see if you can understand why that that happens and then see if you can apply that to a different technique, you know, see if you can, or, you know, if you find yourself in, uh, you know, Jowaz or whatever, and it's always Kodagash, 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 Kodagash. Right. Can you, how can you add one more? Right. Can you, can you say to yourself, I'm not doing Kodagash anymore. And then work on, you know, that is how you build a
2: better game or like a more robust game,
1: more robust system. (laughs) it's not the, exactly the same as a game, but it's,
0: th- <laughs> I'm done.
1: <laughs> My, It's not a bad tip to give No, it's not a bad tip. No, 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 not like... a bad tip at all. No bad <laughs> tip. Not a bad tip.
2: All right, guys. <laughs> okay. All right. We'll, we'll talk at you next <laughs> week. Talk to you next week. Bye.